my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Saving starts with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Radio presents Podversations, a weekly discussion with the biggest names and influencers in podcasting. Want to learn the secret psych-up rituals scrub star Zach Braff and Donald Faison use before every fake doctor's real friends taping? How Vice News parachutes into war zones to rescue journalists from life-threatening situations? Or why Keegan-Michael Key and Blumhouse believe 3D audio is the future of storytelling? Whether you're a newbie trying to break into the podcast game or an exec trying to refine your playbook, Podversations is the easiest way to keep your pulse on the industry. Hello and welcome to another conversation as part of our iHeart Podcast speaker series. Always good to be with you. I'm Will Pearson, president of iHeart Podcast. As you know, each week we like to get together with one of our favorite podcasters and talk about what's happening in the world around them why they started their podcast, what's to be expected in their podcast. Uh, and I'm really excited for today's conversation. It's a very different podcast than anything else we do. We knew we wanted to launch a podcast in the intimacy, the relationship, the sex space, and we needed to find just the right person to help us do this. So we rebooted Intimate Knowledge, which was already a fantastic podcast, and brought on Megan King to be the host of this. Her honesty, her intelligence, her willingness to talk about just about anything 
was what made her the perfect host for this podcast. So Megan, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Will. Happy to be here. Well, I, I know we talked about this at the, the very top. Most of the audience would know you originally from Real Housewives of Orange County. And then we yep. got to know you as we started talking about this podcast. I think one of the things that's probably most different or interesting for someone who has been on a show like that is your life is forever changed, right? There's there's never a truly yes. private moment from that day on where it feels like every move you make, everything that you do is covered in the press in, in some way. I guess yes. I could ask you the generic question of what is that like, but maybe just thinking about it a little bit differently, is it what you expected or did you have any idea that it would change your life as much as it has in terms of every move you make being covered in the press? I think the short answer is no, I didn't know. But I think the longer answer is I hoped so. And the reason being is I, I'm strategic for the most part about the way I do things. And I only do things that I love that really are authentic to me and make me feel like I'm promoting just the truest person that I can be. And so when I went on The Real Housewives, I thought to myself, okay, I have some sort of platform here. I don't know what it is, but I know I want to turn it into something. What it turned into was, like you said, promoting my life. I'm not private citizen anymore. I'm very public. But in addition to that, I ended up going through a tumultuous divorce. Everything was out in the media in that way. Never expected that. So the way that I handled that was trying to turn lemons into lemonade. And I think that's something that I've done very well. And so the longer answer is here we are. And I've been off of the Real Housewives of Orange County for now five years, and I still have a presence. Here I am talking to you. We have intimate knowledge with iHeartRadio. It's excellent podcast that's going into territory. It's a new sexual territory from a woman's perspective. And I wasn't thought of as that type of individual. And so I love being able to still be authentically myself in a way that kind of pushes the limits a little bit more than I would have ever considered seven years ago when I started mm -hmm being a public figure. Mm -hmm. And when you say you weren't thought of as that type of person, what, what do you mean by that? So I think that my image was like kind of a wholesome rule follower. Yeah. I'm from the Midwest. I grew up in a large, very traditional Catholic family. And I still am all of those things. As I talk to you, I'm sitting in my home in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm all of those things, but there's more to it. And I love talking about sex. I love having sex. I love dating. I'm a single mother who's doing the best I can. I'm very involved mother to my three little kids, but at the same time, I'm still me. I'm still an individual. And I think that's the surprising part. When I go on this podcast and I talk about sex in a free way, that is not something that people are expecting from this buttoned up Midwestern girl, but I'm also a human. And I think that's what I'm trying to bring out in my listeners that look, you relate to me because you're normal. You're a regular person just like me. And because we're regular people, we have needs and desires that have otherwise not been talked about. And here we are mm -hmm. talking about them. Did it take you a minute to get used to sort of being completely open about these subjects? Or did you find from the very beginning, you were ready to jump in and start talking about any of it? It took me yeah. a minute. I mean, I'm still human, right? And it took me a couple cocktails the first time I really, you know, got into the dirty details of some of my sex life escapades. But I mean, at the end of the day, what I found out was no one really cares. No one's judging me. No one really cares. What they care about is that I'm talking about it. And I was just at a family photo shoot yesterday for holiday cards. And a woman was there with her cute little buttoned up family. And she says to me, I love your podcast. And I'm looking at her and I'm thinking, I would never guess that you who look 
so postcard perfect would ever relate to my podcast. But that's who these listeners are. They're regular women who are saying, wow, here we are. We have a voice for the first time ever. And we can let our kink side come out a little bit. And that's normal. Yeah, you've used that word, which I think is really helpful for people to understand it, to normalize this, to know this is as relevant for a mom, like you said, that's just raising their kids in the suburbs as it is to, you know, a single woman in the city, whatever it may be, you know, like it is a podcast for everybody. Do you think about a certain audience when you're creating every episode? You know what? Like I kind of think when I'm talking on the podcast, I'm thinking about people with open minds, sexual open minds. And I guess like in my head, I think of women like me, middle-class, upper middle-class, a lot of buying power, a lot of kids, you know, spread out in there. Maybe they're happy in their marriage. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're single. Maybe they're not. But they're the moms that I see when I go to happy hour at night. And that kind of blows my mind because I love how this show and how my contribution to it is changing the way that we talk about what has otherwise been taboo. Do you find there to be a pretty big generational difference? And what I, what I mean by that is, you know, I have a teenage daughter and I feel like the kinds of conversations that kids at that age have now, there seems to be a greater degree of comfort than those of us who may be, you know, a couple decades, however much older than that. Do you see that when you hear from listeners? I think the younger generation has the open mind that I have. And I think I was just kind of born in the wrong generation. I'm just like one generation, maybe two, too old for that. But it's what everybody's thinking anyways. So it's so funny when I'm like, wait, I relate to Gen Z sexually. Like, I'm open like they are, and I'm not judgmental, like they're not judgmental, but that's harder to find in the millennial generation, but I'm pulling it out of people. They already have it. It's just making it culturally acceptable. So with this reboot or relaunch of, of intimate knowledge, what can we expect that's different? Like as you envision sort of the mission of the show, how do you think about it? When we first launched Intimate Knowledge, it was right in the smack dab middle of COVID. Yeah. And I was just coming out of my five-year marriage and just starting to date. I was open-minded, but I didn't have a whole lot of experience in the world of dating. I was learning yeah. and I still am every day. But now I've gathered a lot of dating stories, a lot of sex stories myself. And at this point, not only do I have personal experience in the world of, you know, having sex with people I date, but I have personal experience with being able to talk about sex. Mm -hmm. And whereas before I was a little bit more hush hush about it. And now I'm like, look, we all just want what we want. It's okay. Yeah. And I think that makes the listener that much more comfortable and that much more interested in the show. I'm curious though, because you are very open about your relationships whether this is something you have to kind of cover off on early in a relationship to be like, hey, I know that this is between us, but at the same time, I'm probably going to talk about this on the podcast. Like, what is that like when you're dating someone and having to let them know this? So I'm going through that right now, and I have yeah. a fake name for him. But I think as we progress, I'll keep those details of my current intimate relationship intimate because that's what right. exactly what it is. And just because we talk about sex doesn't mean that it shouldn't be respected and honored. And yeah. I will honor that with my relationship. But if he screws me over, bye bye. My dad works in B2B marketing. But I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. 
I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. What is it about podcasting do you think that allows for you to feel either comfortable or that it's the right medium to say, all right, you're actually going to get the R-rated version, the real version, the all my thoughts version of Megan? What is it about podcasting that allows for that? Well, with intimate knowledge, it allowed me to go into this with an idea of exactly what I wanted to accomplish, which is normalize sex and sexual desires. Whereas when I started Instagram, 
you know, years ago when it first came out, whenever that was, I was a different version of myself. And the followers followed me for that version of myself, which is wonderful. And I'm still that person, like you said, Will. But people evolve and change and grow. And intimate knowledge is the landing place for the mom after dark. Is there anything that has surprised you in terms of hearing from listeners in terms of what you feel like they're looking for from the show? Or is it pretty much what you expected? I think it's pretty much what I expected, which is that there's nothing off limits. And that part of it kind of blows my mind because I would think that a lot of these listeners, by the looks of them, I would think that I would just completely horrify them with some of the things <laughs> we're talking about. Everything is on the table, but I think my listeners, they're a little bit more sophisticated, a little bit more of an elevated consumer. And so they come to me as a resource for, well, this is what I'm interested in. Where do we go with this? But also I still have to, you know, wash my dishes at night. Mm -hmm. Actually, let's talk about that. When you say nothing's off limits and you're willing to sort of experiment and test things like that. I mean, I think what's probably so appealing about this show when we think about marketers or people trying to reach this audience is, you know, that's not the most common approach that a show will take. Like there are definite barriers on that sort of thing. So as you think about products or companies trying to reach this audience in the category of intimacy and sex and knowledge around it all, maybe talk about that a little bit, just how you think about the advertisers and the opportunities they have through a show like Intimate Knowledge? So I think that the broader landscape for a show like Intimate Knowledge is, yes, of course, it's sex. But what is sex to us? Sex is wellness. Sex is self-care. And sex is all about being, you know, the version of yourself in which you feel the most comfortable in the most intimate situation. I think that, you know, my listeners, the consumer who listens, is interested in anything with wellness from injectables to skincare products to weight loss products. But then also, of course, like direct sex related items, like any toys in the bedroom or any condoms or um, sexual health uh, medication as well, which should be talked about more in my opinion. So that of course, but then like there's vitamins, there's workout, but then it's just, what can you wear? Can you wear is there lingerie? Well, what about underwear? I mean, what about like, it's literally everything that anyone needs as you go about your life, you know, as we break off, we can get broader and broader. These are all products that these listeners are interested in. Absolutely. And as, as you've worked on the show and sort of conceived of this new version of the show, or just your experience of the last couple of years, even from the first version of the show, do you find yourself changed? Like, have you changed in terms of your view of sex or your experience with it or anything like that? Is it something that's any different for you now than it was two, three years ago as you talk about it? Absolutely. I think like most people, when we initially talk about sex, especially personal stories, mm -hmm. it's so scary. It's one of the most vulnerable things we can talk about. And you're really just putting yourself out there at the core of who you are. But what I've realized is no one cares. No one cares to judge. They care to learn because they also need to explore with that within themselves. They're living vicariously through me telling my own set of stories and they are not judging me. And the freedom that I feel within that is spectacular. And I love being able to share that with the listeners. That's incredible. And I'm sure it'd be interesting to hear from the listeners. Yeah. Is, is there anything that you want to do with the show that, you know, obviously you're just getting started with it in this new iteration. Is there anything you want to do with the show that you haven't been able to do just yet? 
funny you ask. I was just talking to one of the producers on the show this morning about how we'd like to encourage more audience participation, yeah. maybe some live calling in and just that interaction because that piece of it is huge. So I'm looking forward to becoming more engaging in that way. That's one of the fun things for us to see, you know, with pretty much any of our podcasts that generate this kind of excitement where the listeners really get into it. And especially when you're doing something that doesn't feel like they're able to get and many other ways, like it's a podcast unlike any I've heard. Obviously, there are podcasts in the relationship space and in the intimacy space and sex space. But I feel like there's something about this show that just sort of blends it all in a really honest and interesting way. It feels like another show that, you know, will have a life out on the road as it continues to grow. I think you'll have an opportunity to go out and, and do some more live shows. And I think audience members would just love the experience of getting to be in person with like-minded people and just sort of a shared experience and in, in talking about these kinds of things. And I love what you said about the like-minded people, because I just keep, I keep going back to that, but it's not always who you think it is. My daughter is five years old and she goes to a Catholic private school here in Lewis, Missouri, an all girls school, by the way. And I was at her soccer practice and I said to some of the parents sitting around, you know, I have a podcast. And one of the dads said, well, what's your podcast about? And I said, it's about sex and dating from a woman's perspective with a big smile after that. Like, <laughs> how's this going to go at this private Catholic school? And I'm like the only single mom. And he said, oh, well, that's cool. Can you tell my wife to listen to it? And like that right there just bottles up the reaction of who this listener is and what they want from the show. Well, it's a really fun and interesting, and like I said, honest podcast. We are thrilled to have you as part of the network for creating such a great show and uh, excited for more people to discover it. Anything else you want to share about Intimate Knowledge or sort of your vision for it in the future? I would love people to to give me feedback. What, what do they want to hear more of? What can I add to the show? Where would they like to see me? Just any constructive or otherwise feedback is just always so welcome. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate your bringing it to the world. It's a great show and for opening up for people to let them know uh, what's really going on in, in everybody's mind. So Megan, great, great to talk to you as always. If you haven't checked it out already, please do check out Intimate Knowledge. It's a terrific podcast. Thank you all for being with us again today. And we look forward to seeing you again next week. Conversations is a production of iHeartRadio. You can find more from the biggest names in podcasting on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. 
We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.